Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. Today is the 50th episode. So fun. I can't believe I have been podcasting for almost a year now. I publish an episode every single week, so that means that episode 52 will be the one-year mark. The reason why I say I can't believe that I have been podcasting for almost a year now is because I hated public speaking when I was in school. In fact, I dreaded it probably a lot more than the normal human being does. And I don't mean like standing up and presenting. Of course, I hated that. Who doesn't hate that when you're a student? Maybe maybe you loved that, but I think most people did not love that when they were young. But I even hated reading aloud just from my seat, from a book. (laughs) And now I guess this isn't exactly standing up on a stage and talking in front of thousands of people because it's in the comfort of my own home and I don't have a ton of eyeballs looking at me, but I've come a long way. And that's just a result of growth and doing things that I had some fear around, but deciding to just do them anyway. If you want the results enough, then you find out that you're willing to experience some fear initially or some other sort of uncomfortable emotion. Because after the initial decision and step forward, which can be a little bit scary, it's not so scary anymore. In fact, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I made this decision. You realize that the reward is so much greater than the risk. And once you start doing actions that you know will help you create the results you want, despite any sort of discomfort like self-doubt or fear, you are unstoppable. You realize that you can do anything that you want. There's basically no such thing as failure because if you're willing to keep getting up and trying and if you're willing to do the thing despite the discomfort, you will succeed. It's only things like discomfort, doubt, fear that cause us to give up. And when we give up, that's when we truly fail. We fail ourselves. So when you continue, despite some discomfort, you learn how to just commit to what you want and go for it. You become a great decision maker. That brings me to the topic for this 50th episode, which is how an eating habit coach helps. You'll see what I mean. Now, there are all kinds of coaches, right? You have your athletic coaches, life coaches, weight loss coaches, relationship coaches, finance coaches, all the coaches. Many of these coaches are under the category life coaches, so those more specific ones that I mentioned, and then you also have general life coaches. So when I use the general term coach in this podcast episode, I'm referring to any coach besides athletic coaches. So to sum up what a coach does in the most simplest terms is a coach helps you become a better decision maker. This can be any area of life, and you'll see what I mean and how this really ties into eating habits, but it can be a better decision maker with finance, food, fashion even. 
So what do I mean by becoming a better decision maker? So if you think about it, your actions or even your inactions occur because of decisions that you're making in the moment or even quite a distance from the actual action itself, right? And your action will always determine your results. So if you want certain results in your life, in any area of your life, you will have to become a better decision maker so that your actions are well aligned with the results you want. Better decisions means actions more aligned with results you want. For example, as it relates to eating habits, if you find yourself choosing the three donuts over the oatmeal for breakfast most mornings and you're trying to lose weight and improve your energy levels throughout the day by you know, improving your eating habits, the decision to eat the donuts over the oatmeal on multiple occasions or day after day right, is probably not going to help you get the results you want. An eating habit coach helps you choose the healthier option that's going to move you closer to your goals by helping you with your decisions. An eating habit coach also helps you to see what is going into your decision-making process in that moment, and that's required in order to actually help you become a better decision-maker. So what's triggering you to decide on the donuts even though you want the weight loss results and the increased energy levels, right? Now, another thing with eating habits is that sometimes that habit is a true habit that is very automatic and you feel like there's no decision-making going on at all. You feel like it's just completely out of your control. I was trained to help you break that automaticity though, even if that is the case where you feel like there's not even a thought that occurs or not even a moment for a decision. It's just so automatic, right? You just do the action automatically out of habit. That's what my habit coach certification provided me with education and tool-wise to assist you with that. Okay, so let's take a little bit deeper look at how an eating habit coach helps. So as I mentioned, actions are just a product of the decisions that you're making. Decisions that are made using your thoughts and also how you feel. Usually your conscious thoughts, thoughts that you're actually aware of. Sometimes you're not aware of the thoughts, but you're aware of your feelings because you can feel those in your body, right? So some people are a little bit more um, feeling-centric. They are sort of better at really feeling feelings and being aware of that. And then other people are just better at being aware of their thoughts. Sometimes you're not (laughs) really great at being aware of either, right? So your feelings will drive your actions or inactions. For example, emotional eating is a big one here. You may be feeling crummy. Maybe you can even identify the feeling or emotion as stress or maybe annoyance. And then you may decide to eat based upon that feeling. So there's still a decision-making process here. Or the emotional eating habit may be so strong that you feel like you aren't even deliberately deciding to eat in response to the emotion. You just find yourself doing it kind of mindlessly. 
even if you feel like you are not really in control, there are ways to get in control in situations like this. And that's how an eating habit coach helps. So I would help you to look at the thoughts and the feelings that are affecting your actions or your eating behaviors. And if there's not much control with the thoughts and feelings, we get that control along with getting control in other ways with other techniques. And I keep saying actions, but also inaction is included in this as well. So a better term would be to use the word behavior. Behavior includes actions, inactions, and reactions. If you think about emotional eating, eating would be a reaction to the emotion. Now, there are also circumstances that play a part in behaviors as well. Also that play a part in our actions, inactions, and reactions. So circumstances can be other people, the weather outside, your work schedule, a, a medical diagnosis, a social event. For example, you may have a birthday party coming up and there could be lots of tempting food there like birthday cake, cookies, ice cream, hot dogs, chips, etc. These things can be triggers for your eating behaviors. How circumstances end up playing a part in your actions is that we have thoughts and feelings about these circumstances. Also, sometimes just the visual or the smell of these things can sort of be the trigger, but then of course we'll have some sort of a thought or even some sort of a desire or craving. So desire and craving are also feelings. So we have thoughts and feelings about these circumstances, which then play a part in that decision-making process. So an eating habit coach also helps you with those circumstances, navigating those circumstances and helping you to see that you at least have control of your thoughts and feelings about those circumstances which makes it way easier to control your behaviors. Because remember, your actions, inactions, or reactions are determined by your thoughts and feelings. A common misunderstanding that I see a lot is that because we don't have control over circumstances like other people, the weather, etc., we just sort of succumb to this and are a victim to our circumstances. Maybe you've heard that phrase, maybe not. But basically, not realizing that there are lots of things that you can control in yourself, regardless of the circumstance that's outside of you. So those things that you can control in yourself that ultimately will affect your actions and results. And just a note, sometimes with circumstances, you can control some aspects of the circumstance, even if it's something outside of you. You can't control a person or the weather, but you can control some other things surrounding the circumstances sometimes, and sometimes it just depends on what the circumstance is. You can also control how you communicate with someone else. So you can't control the person, but you can control how you communicate to them, and that may potentially affect their actions. For example, you can control if someone offers you another slice of birthday cake and puts it right in front of your face while they're offering it to you, right? You can't really control their behavior. However, you can have some control by having respect 
a response prepped ahead of time that feels good to you if that happens. Or you could even plan ahead and say something ahead of time to the person and then maybe that'll decrease the likelihood that they offer something to you that you're trying to avoid or you're trying to eat less of. So another example of a circumstance might be your work schedule. If you feel like you don't get a lunch break or something like that, you know, there can be ways around this. You could talk to your boss and communicate clearly how you should be getting a lunch break and how that lunch break will help you to produce better work throughout the day, right? Or if your boss is kind of an a-hole, not very kind, you could maybe talk to one of your colleagues and strike a deal with that colleague that you cover the colleague while they take a short lunch break and vice versa. So there's always lots of creative ways to problem solve. And of course, like I mentioned, you can always create the results that you want by deciding how you want to think and feel about the circumstance, which will then affect how you act or behave, which will, of course, affect your results. So I help you with all of this. So the title Eating Habit Coach really encompasses a much larger picture than just doing the actions of eating or how much you're eating or what you're eating. I'm also a weight loss coach using all these same approaches. These things kind of go hand in hand, right? But also adding in some habits that are specific to weight loss. For example, sleep and hydration habits, stress relief, even decreasing certain beverages like decreasing caffeine after a certain period of the day so that you can get better sleep or even decreasing alcohol consumption, right? If this is something if this is something that you feel like you want to decrease. Also, thought habits, what you're thinking about your body. That has a huge effect on how you feel and then how you show up, meaning the actions or the inactions that you take. Also, even just your thoughts and feelings about the number on the scale, how you think about it will affect your actions going forward, which of course further affects your weight loss results. And you may not really see the connection of how your thoughts ultimately affect your results significantly, And that's okay. That's because in coaching, I show you that. I show you how each of your thoughts will change how you feel or or cause how you feel in your body, will cause your emotion, and then that will cause certain actions or inactions, and then that will lead to certain results. So one of the fun parts that I also want to mention is how an eating habit coach helps is to make sure that you're celebrating your wins even the tiny wins. Your brain needs positive reinforcement or reward to keep doing the things you're doing that are creating the results that you want. So kind of think of it like a little kid. Your brain is almost like a little child and that child might need like a little, um, you know, clap or, you know, pat on the back or hug or a little mental celebrate or a little celebration, right? Or good job to know that it's doing a good thing and so that encourages the child or encourages your brain to keep doing that good thing, right? So I help keep you on track with that. You have so many things going on in your life, most likely, maybe not. And so it's hard for you to 
think of all this stuff and keep track of all this stuff, right? Um, and really stay on track with these little things throughout the day when you're focused on everything. So I make it easy for you and I help keep you on track with your thoughts and feelings and actions every single week, week after week, so that you don't fall backwards. You're always making progress forwards because as soon as you start to fall backwards, it's very tempting to give up or at least very tempting to say, screw it. This is too uncomfortable. I can't do this. In that way, an eating habit coach is similar to an athletics or a sports team coach. When the team starts to feel a little bit down, maybe because they're losing, the coach helps to build them back up again. A coach can turn the game around by what he or she says to the teammates to get them to think and feel differently. Those teammates can be amazing as far as their skill level is concerned, but sometimes their hearts just aren't in it for whatever reason, or circumstances occur that start getting them down about things. Maybe they give up several points in a row in a game, right? Therefore, it's a matter of stepping in as a coach, identifying what the issue is, and helping the teammates or helping you, the client, see something differently so that you feel something differently and then you do something differently just naturally. Again, you become a better decision maker for your actions because you're changing how you think and feel until it becomes habit to just do this naturally, until it becomes habit to think, feel, and do like the person who has the results. In fact, I even help you to think like the person who already has the results before you even have the results. So you can start to feel and do like the person who already has the results. I'll repeat that. That was a lot. I help you to think like the person who already has the results before you even have those results. That way you can start to feel and do the actions or the inactions, right? Like the person who already has the results. You step into that new identity early on. And this assists you in getting those results because the more your thoughts, feelings, and actions are aligned with the results you want, the better. Also, the sooner your thoughts, feelings, and actions are aligned with the results you want, the better. Okay, so... In a broad overview kind of a way, that's how an eating habit coach helps you break bad eating habits and even lose weight. I must say it's much more than just breaking eating habits and losing weight too. It's so many other things. Because you become a better decision maker, you think and feel differently and you learn the skill so that it becomes a habit, which benefits so many other areas of your life. That's why it's not just the results of breaking the bad eating habits or the weight loss that are life-changing, but also learning how to think and feel differently about things if you want to, if it serves you to think and feel differently, if it's going to help you get your results that you truly desire to think and feel differently. All right, so... I did want to just answer one question, which is, can you help me even if I failed other things? So other things, for example, could be um, 
you know, if you've tried on your own, if you have tried other programs, other weight loss programs, if even if you've been working with someone else, or even if you've tried what your physician or physician assistant or nurse practitioner has told you to try, right? So the answer is yes, of course. Many times, these other things don't include all of what I just mentioned throughout this podcast episode. A lot of times, other things are more action-focused only, right? So all the other things in this podcast episode, the thoughts and the feelings part of it, a lot of times this is not really incorporated into a lot of other things that people commonly try, especially for weight loss and the actual habit part of it as well, right? So actions are one thing, but habits are a whole nother animal. And so being able to or or addressing the habit part of it, the habit cycle, that automaticity of certain eating behaviors, that really is key. So you may have found that you got results with something temporarily and temporarily could be two months, six months, a year. And unfortunately, all or some of it returned, either the eating habits or the weight. That's usually because the actual habit part of it wasn't addressed and the thoughts and feelings weren't addressed or they weren't addressed fully so that you were able to easily able to maintain despite life's circumstances being thrown at you, right? And that's why it's important to problem solve for those circumstances and also to see how to think and feel differently regardless of any circumstance that's sort of... Um, in your life, right? So I will even go on to say that if you did try and fail other things, I'd actually consider that a good thing even because then I know more about what worked and didn't work for you and we can even figure out why. It's just used as more data, which helps. That's how I look at a lot of things. It's just data that can be helpful moving forward. All right, so without getting too lengthy in this 50th podcast episode on how an eating habit coach helps, that's what I have for you to give you a broad overview of how coaching works, plus how it can help you with your eating habits and even weight loss goals. And if you're thinking about getting my help, just keep in mind that the longer you wait with habits, the stronger the habit gets. This is fine, nothing that I can't handle and nothing that you can't handle, but you will have an easier time if you don't wait another couple of months, for example. And who doesn't want to have an easier time, right? And if you can have the results sooner rather than later, why not? Why wait? Why delay those results that you want to create for yourself. There's lots of circumstances that can sort of come into your brain like, oh, you know, we wanted to go on this vacation or what have you. But when you really think about it and you think about all the results from changing your eating habits or from losing the weight, that is something that will pay off long term for you in so many different ways, right? And one of the things that is so interesting and kind of neat about eating habits is 
typically the way you do something is the way you do something else. So a lot of times if you are eating to escape your emotions, a lot of times you're shopping to escape something, to escape boredom or to escape other emotions or provide that dopamine hit, right? Just as food can provide that dopamine hit or even um, sometimes alcohol, like a glass of wine can help you escape For me, it helped me escape um, feelings of anxiety or stress after work. So once you get a handle of one thing, you'll see how you'll start maybe um, spending less money in general. So decide now what you want to create for yourself, right? Decide and commit. So I used to take forever with decisions. I'd waste time and miss out. That was something that I decided to change about myself. And now when I know what I want, I collect some information. I don't deliberate too long and I go after it. The longer you take to think about things, the more your brain will talk you out of it based on fear. True fact. So isn't that interesting? The longer you take to sort of think about something and you know, quote unquote, do your due diligence and put in all the thought work around it, put in the research, typically the more your brain will want to start talking you out of it based on fear. So base your decisions on what you truly desire and the possibility of what you can have, the possibility of what your future can really look like. It feels so much better that way when you know what you want and you go and get it. So go get it, my career woman. Thanks for listening. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.